Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. We are continuing our amazing Love is Blind series. And today we have Mr. Andy Ricker. Welcome Andy to the show. Yay! Hi. Hi, thank you so much for calling in. I was telling you a little bit about this earlier, but I really wanted to reach out to you guys that just didn't have your stories on the actual show, which I have said before, you guys just got robbed completely. Yeah. You know, we as viewers want to know exactly what happened. But before we go into that, Andy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe how you grew up, kind of what your life has been up to this point, you know, just highlights here and there, just if we can get to know you a little bit better. Oh, God. Um, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. So I moved to Atlanta when I was eight, something like that. My mom worked for the Olympics, Did was doing something with the Olympics. So I actually got to go to like the opening ceremony for the 96 Olympics, which is pretty cool. Oh, even though cool. I'm eight years old. And then so I grew up here and then um, actually went to college in Kansas, went to the University of Kansas. And um, I was a history major, so that was pretty useless. So, but I actually, I, I've always been a coach. Like I've been coaching swimming, swimming when I was 14. And then I coached boxing and jujitsu throughout college and did a lot of that stuff. And so after school, I decided to get into personal training. So that's uh, what I did for, and I love it. I mean, it's definitely a hard job to do. And then um, that for a few years. And then, so when I was 27, actually this was you know interesting little segue. Like I went traveling, I went to Vietnam and, um, actually ended up getting kidnapped. Oh, my God. Or, like, a motorcycle. Yeah, like, a, uh, so that was definitely, like, a highway moment of my life. I don't I, I won't bother you with that story right now. It's a pretty long one, but if people want to hear it. Wow. But, um, so that was definitely a crazy turning point. And then I moved back home to Atlanta and um, kind of did boring stuff a little bit, to be honest, kind of tried <laughs> to get big boy jobs. From being kidnapped in Vietnam, I mean, that's kind of hard to, to top, right? Well, I just was, I basically had no money left after the trip, so I had to move oh. home and stuff, and then not just from getting kidnapped, but just also, I've, so I've had a ton of jobs, especially since I've been home. Like, I worked at a call center, I worked in pediatrics, I worked at a liquor store, I worked in crazy other stuff. I was, like I told you earlier, I was a welder for a little bit. So that's what I was doing when I got to the show. When I got on the show, I was in welding school at the time when I got called to interview for the show or got hit up on Instagram, interview for the show. Okay, so that was my next question. So you were hit up on Instagram, which sounds like that's kind of what happened with the other contestants as well. So you just got a random DM and you're like, what is this? What are they talking about? Yeah, I've heard like Jessica and Kelly, I've heard have eight, like some of the people have agents. Like, they were not actors, but, you know, like, kind of like in Atlanta, there's a lot of people that just get into acting. And so I think some people got, like, kind of a gig that way. Like, you know, their agent was like, hey, you'd be perfect for this. And that's how they got an audition. I think everyone had to audition for it. But, I, I, yeah, I got hit up on Instagram. Keeps getting hit up. But, I, yeah, I got, <laughs> uh, you know, contacted by this uh, really super nice lady, and I did an interview with her or a Skype interview, which was hard for me because I've, I don't really do, you know, like, TV auditions often. So, you know, the lighting had to be really good in the room. I don't really have a lot of bare space, so I had to make room for that and stuff like that. <laughs> so I, I didn't think I was going to get it. Like, I'd never really get stuff like that. Like, I, you know, like I had to win raffles or anything like that. So I didn't <laughs> expect to really get that. Yeah, I got a 
contacted us a week later to do another interview, and I did another, and then I um, had to do like some psych evaluation tests and all sorts of crazy stuff, and then finally found out I was actually a welder at that point, but I finally found out that I was on the show, and then decided to go. Oh my gosh, so you were single at the time, and were you kind of fed yeah. up with dating, or had you been dating a lot, or what was your dating life at that point? I did a lot of Bumble and Tinder, but not like Tinder hookups. Like, you know, just like I treated it like a, you know, an online dating type yeah. thing. So I'd actually gone out with a girl a few times that, you know, it was kind of weird. Like on paper, she really fit a lot of the stuff that I liked about girls. Like I'm into weightlifting and she's into that, but she's also nerdy. And I'm into like, you know, I like when Dragon Con, which is like Atlanta version of Comic Con stuff. Okay. So that was our first date was actually there. On paper, she was, like, pretty awesome, but she just wasn't really ticking it, you know, she wasn't doing it for me, so. Gotcha. Not enough to give up the opportunity to not go on this TV show. Yeah. I mean, we had gone out, like, four times. Four times. Oh, yeah, So, for sure. I was like, all right, I have to go on this. There's just, it's just too big of an opportunity. Such a unique yeah, opportunity. Yeah, like, it wasn't, I'm, some of the people were like, yeah, I really thought I was going to get married. I was like, no, definitely a once just opportunity like i don't I, I can't imagine the next time i'm gonna get a message from a, a casting agent for a netflix show right that's kind of like a once in a lifetime type of thing yeah even if it was a ridiculous premise <laughs> right had you seen any of those shows like the bachelor or married at first sight like any of those shows that were kind no. of similar <laughs> no, oh never, interesting never, never. okay yeah no i um never watched a single now that i think like reality tv like i guess like man vs wild back in the day and stuff okay, like that like yeah. you know kind of adventure stuff but when it comes to like those types of shows never interesting okay so you were just like my girlfriend now really likes love island she's loving that love island is so, amazing yes it was kind of good it's I, it's I very it's it's very addicting. It's very, you just get obsessed with it because it's just so, I mean, just like Love is Blind. Love is Blind, I think I binged, well, most people did, within like one or two days, right? You just keep watching it because you can't stop watching. You yeah. know what happens next. I did. I, yes. I woke up on like Thursday, the first day it came out, and I was honestly, so we had a premiere party. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to wait until, we're going to watch the first episode there. And I was like, I don't even want to do it. I'm not even going to be on it, which was, you know, almost true, but I walked, I woke up and basically was watching that. The whole cast was watching it that morning. Oh. And it was kind of definitely this like realization that like some people got kind of screwed over and then some people were clearly going to be like, I didn't, we didn't know how they were going to be like as famous as they are now. Like Lauren, like super famous now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, definitely. Um, so you go through the casting, you get the official, you know, that you're going to join the cast. And then, so tell me about that first day. Uh, when we talked to the girls, it was just like so many nerves and excitement and just, you know, not knowing what to expect. Were you more nervous or excited or just kind of like open to whatever? I don't know. It felt like, um, I guess I wasn't that nervous per se. I guess I've done enough other like kind of nerve wracking things in my life. Like, I did, you know, like, a few mixed martial arts fights. That was a lot scarier to me and a lot more nervous. This is just kind of more like, I have no idea how this is going to go. I right. just totally expected to maybe just drink for free for a few days or something like that. <laughs> nice. But um, I, it was actually kind of embarrassing at first. So, I they made several of us 
bring like things that were we could decorate the house with. I don't think that ever even showed. Basically, just to have like you know some ambiance there and stuff. And so I <laughs> didn't really have anything physical to bring outside of a kettlebell. And I just kind of mentioned it to the casting agent, and she was like, "Yeah, that's perfect." I was like, "Oh, I don't really want to." I couldn't think of anything else, and so I ended up bringing like this really heavy kettlebell, <laughs> and I was just kind of carrying along, and I felt very stupid about it, but carried it in. And I remember Wesley—I don't know if you saw Wesley on the show, but yeah. uh, he's like, "Oh, kettle, kettlebell!" I was like, "Oh, damn it! Like this is just a bad." <laughs> but um. Well, I'm just kind of embarrassed, and I was honestly just kind of more worried about that. I, you know, like I usually make friends pretty quickly, but if there's going to be people I can actually like, you know, I wanted a few guys that I could actually kind of like relate to. Yeah. You know, and so I mean, and that definitely didn't happen for all the guys, but you know, we all kind of became friends in our own way. Like we're all very different, but um, you know, I was just definitely nervous at first. I guess if I was nervous about anything, I was nervous that I was just going to be alone with myself for a few days and not really have any people I really wanted to hang out with, which was luckily not the case. That's good. Who yeah. were you closest to in the, I guess, the house? I don't know if you want to call it the house, but... I'll just call it the cast. Like, okay, yeah. You know, like, so I, my best friend on the show, and he's now one of my best friends in my real life, this guy named Mikey, who you don't really see a lot either. He's in like this blue suit at the beginning. He never even has any lines. Kind of like, and I think because we had too much of like a bromance, we were just kept talking about we wanted to make be on Chuck and Larry too. And I, you know, <laughs> Nick Lachey would do these interviews with us, and I was talking about, like, yeah, I think I'd probably mar- marry a few of the guys here too. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Oh my god. So we probably screwed each other over, but uh, so Mikey and I got along real well from the get go, and then Lori and I are definitely both really nerdy guys. So we, um, we get along really well. He's a really great guy, too. Not a therapist or a plant like everyone seems to think he is. And yeah, then there's these other guys. All the guys had their own kind of, like, different things that were really interesting about them. Like, Matt is a chess boxer, which is, you know, I've never actually met a chess boxer in real life. I've heard of it before. I don't know if you've heard of what that is. No. Chess boxing is basically this sport where basically so you had to take one round of chess and then one round of boxing. Oh. And a lot of people think that's very, it's, it's actually a very interesting concept because obviously both are, chess is basically just like a battle in game form. That's what it's always been. And so you do the mental part of it and then you go out and do the physical part of it. But then if you get beat up during the chess or the boxing round, it's going to make the next, next chess round harder. Right. Interesting. So it's a very obscure sport. Like that is one of maybe... And Americans that do it or something like that. It's very obscure. Oh my God. Fascinating. Matt is the most entrepreneurial person you will ever meet. He's impressive in that manner. But uh, no, he'll, but it's definitely a pretty cool sport. So we def- we talked a lot because I was a boxer for um, a long time too. And so I was, I was definitely fascinated with kind of, and I had heard about chess boxing before. So it's one of those kind of, when you meet someone that is into something that you've kind of picked up, like that's obscure that you're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Bonded. So that first day, tell me about that first day. You had, if I recall correctly, you had 15 dates. So you dated every single girl that was in the experiment, right? Mm-hmm. 15 okay. dates, they were seven minutes long. Wow. So it was like speed dating. 
Yeah. Type of so. It's a little bit slower. Okay. Yeah. Is it speed dating like usually like really fast? Is that yeah. like five minutes or something? Like that? I think it's like five minutes, but you still have to like ask those right questions. So were you just kind of having fun getting to know, or were you like really yeah. trying to hit, ask like hard hitting questions? No, I, it, the <laughs> former definitely, and that's why I did not do very well because I'm a very chatty person. I like getting to know people and stuff okay. like that. But also, I get to know people through. I don't usually have an objective to you know getting to know people. So in this sense, you really had to hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, with questions, and so you know, a lot of the guys, more detailed guys, especially Kenny. Like his his journal was super detailed. I know Brianna's is very detailed. Like she still has hers and has all her notes about me. And wrote a bunch of notes about me and stuff of like that. And I, my the journal was just a series of smiley faces for the rating system. <laughs> and oh, I didn't really write anything down. Okay. So, hey, that, that's still I mean, a way that's to keep track. That's just how I am. I mean, it's just always how I've been. When I was a history major, I, I took a lot of notes. But for other stuff, I just kind of remember someone. I just wasn't particularly interested in Brianna's romantic partner. So I didn't really think to write anything down. And then the people I liked, I would remember it. Like, I was kind of into Amber, and I still remember, like, I was talking to her at the uh, at the mirror party. I haven't seen her in a year and a half, and I was like, oh, yeah, you went to learn how to weld, right? You know, so... Um, nice. Yeah, it's, uh, so you did all those the first day, and then, um, then at night, we had night which was more fun. At the end of the first day, what, what was your, like, overall thought? Just, wow, that was a lot of fun. I got to meet all these different people. Were you, like, having any kind of feelings whatsoever for anyone? So, at first... Like the first bunch of dates, I was like, uh, "I this sucks. This is bad." Like I'm just because I'm I'm pretty picky, so I uh, and it's not it's not about looks. It's just about a connection, and like I just don't have that connection with everyone. So I yeah. just wasn't having that. I did. I really liked Elsie at first, okay. um, and then I liked Amber. I liked Danielle a lot. Even though Danielle and I. I guess I could always maybe kind of tell we were going to be better friends than anything, but at the time, you know, that's also like a year and a half later and I'm your friend now, but um, right. I don't know. She was great. Jessica and I kind of talked a little bit, but I always could tell that we weren't really, we didn't have a lot in common or anything like that. Like, I don't okay. watch sports. So I don't really, you know, like, so we just, we're not clicking on that level. Yeah, so at the end of the first day, I definitely liked Elsie, which, um, and then throughout the experiment, you have less and less dates each day in the pods. How did your journey go? Were you just kind of just taking it day by day just to seeing like if anything were to develop or were you kind of like one foot out the door? How are you feeling? No, I thought I was honestly, so it was going pretty well for me. I was doing really well with like, I was not to like toot my own horn, but I was popular, really popular on the guy side. Okay. Um, and really popular with the crew and stuff like that. I was really close to everyone and um, thought I was doing well with the dates, you know, like I would get this kind of like, and I think this kind of happened a bunch, but like, you know, Jessica would be like, oh my God, I'm looking forward to talking to you every day and stuff like that, which I now think maybe she was doing that with you guys at the time. No. And I thought I was doing pretty well. And so I, I, even it's funny because the night that I, because I was part of that first group of people that ended up getting cut off the show. Okay. Because I think I wasn't really asking the direct enough questions. But now when I watch the show, and even though, not even just watched it, but just I know what these other guys were talking about, I was just kind of doing the same thing I would do if I met someone at a, a bar.
bar or uh, anywhere where you can just sit down and talk to him. So, and he just didn't have that much time at first. And so I remember like the night before I got, you know, we were out of there. Me and Mike, we actually were staying together. So, you know, we're in the same room. We're like, all right, we're both going to, you know, like really get serious about it tomorrow and stuff. But I think, honestly, I just didn't really fit the, uh, I'm just too independent. Not independent, just uh, I guess I say whatever I want and whatnot. I don't think I was going to fit their mold for a, Got a it. good reality TV star for them. <laughs> So that last day, then, you obviously weren't feeling like you wanted to propose to anyone, right? So were you just, I mean, who, uh, well, who was it at I the was end? kind of. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I wanted to move on. I had, because I, I was in at dawn at the end of like the first week. And then the other people there were for, for the rest of the time. Okay. Got and it. so, and then, so I ended up, I always thought that was kind of weird because like some of the people that got caught with me were, it made sense. They were like John, who was the guy at the line at the very beginning of the show, where he's asking for and she's African American and stuff like that. Like he gets cut, like and that makes sense. Okay, that's, yeah. And then, you know, like after we left, all the guys were like, "Oh wow, I didn't. Why did Andy get that?" And I remember talking to the girls after the show because I talked to all of them. And they're like, "Yeah, we just, uh, you know, like it was kind of apparent that I wasn't asking, like I wasn't really serious enough about it." Which I, I think is why I got cut. To be honest, it's what I, that like I don't think it was fault from me. I think I just didn't really. I should have kind of put on an act. When you say you got cut, do you mean that at the end of the two weeks when all the pod dates were over? Is that what you're talking about? That's when you got cut? No, 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 no. So oh. I, so there's 15 people, but at the end of there's the end of the end of the first week they cut five people. In, so. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Who was in the group that got cut with you? You said it was So it was Mikey John. and I, which was definitely hilarious because John, Mikey, and I were the ones that had, like, bromance that was just kind of, I think we were just having too much fun together. <laughs> and then there's Kenneth, who was, he's a barber. He was the, the like, the, I mean, the only, the best way to that, only, only the black guy besides Carlton. Not a lot of diversity on the guy's side. Yeah. And then John and Ryan. You know, I hate to say it, no... No offense to them, but it kind of made sense for that they just weren't really making any connections at all. And, you know, I was making at least definitely like, not like maybe marriage connections, which is probably, I, I don't know. It was definitely kind of weird that I got cut the way I did, yeah. uh, especially, but it, it wasn't a popularity contest. Like it was who could make the best TV. So it didn't really matter that I was popular on the guy's side, obviously. Yeah, I don't think we understood as viewers. Well, I mean, this is why I'm having, you know, this interview is because we didn't understand there were groups separated, you know, at any time. I mean, obviously. So we thought that everybody went all the way to the end of that two weeks. And then whoever was going to get engaged got engaged and that sort of thing. This is great. This no, is no. really great information because we don't know. We didn't know any of this. Yeah, no. And it's like, you know, I guess it, it totally made sense afterwards that, you know, at first I was definitely really bummed. And I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know, maybe it's because it said something bad about Nick Lachey or something. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but you know, like, not, when I look back on it now, one, I would not have wanted to get married to any of the girls. And also, like, when I watched the show, like, I would have been, like, funny guy, I guess, or something like that. But you could tell that they kind of wanted some people a little more serious. I don't know. You could tell that from the show. I mean, I don't, I'm not mad at him for it. Like, it definitely sucks. I was like the... One million Instagram followers or whatever. <laughs> you know, that is go. crazy. And I think they had drinks with the president of Netflix on a rooftop. Oh, my gosh. Ellen. And, I mean, a lot. It is very weird. That's the weirdest 
us that didn't really get featured as much is that just like how much the other people's lives have changed. It is crazy. Oh, yeah. Completely life-changing for sure. So at the end of that week, who were you feeling the most connection with? When you, like, right before I like, you like left? I, I liked Elsie a lot. Okay, gotcha. At the time. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, it sucks because we, we just, we're not great friends in real life. Oh. Um, so it is kind of hilarious that, like, now, so, like I said, if we'd gotten married, it would have been a bad, bad marriage. But I was definitely kind of trying, like I said, the night before, Mikey and I were both, like, kind of telling ourselves that we need to get more serious about it. <laughs> the night before. I love it. Yeah, like, other guys were really asking these good deep questions and kind of mm-hmm. getting the marriage you know the point of the game of the, the experiment which is marriage and i'm just not used to doing that and imagine if like we're talking right now and all of a sudden i pivoted towards like you want to get married you know it's <laughs> yeah. hard yeah hard conversation for me right yeah. no for sure it's not for everyone i mean that was obvious you know watching it and so my question then is you had a happy ending so tell our our listeners about your happy ending or so far after the show what happened okay so after the show i actually did end up going out with uh lc once oh okay. you know like yeah but she wasn't really vibing it and that's okay i think she was kind of like showed she's probably still in the barnet everyone seems to be really the barnet which i get it he's a super charming guy i like him a lot um yeah, so we hung out once, and then she called things off, and I was definitely bummed. And then, so I remember, like, I was still kind of, you know, and the cast was hanging out a bunch at first. And then, so the next weekend, though, you know, we were definitely kind of, we like, you know, we were not a thing, obviously. And so I was bummed, because so we had this cast dinner that we went to that I, I was almost thinking about not going to, because I knew she was going to be there, and I just really went out. And I was a little bit just fried from all the post-show stuff like you know, cause the show was exhausting and then just all we're hanging out together a lot afterwards so then i went and then danielle was also there with her with, and so Lori and matt were there and then obviously you'll hear um, i'm guessing you'll probably hear about daniel's podcast before this yes her Lori and matt had this big love kind of going on and she wanted kind of to have a buffer there so her friend who's a flight attendant, was in town for one day and was going to fly out that night, but said she could come and hang out. And so she brought her friend along. And then uh, I guess at some point during the dinner, Danielle and her both got ramen. Danielle's a vegan, though, so she doesn't eat eggs. So she was, uh, and, you know, there's always an egg in ramen. So she, like, gave the friend the egg. And I said something about, like, oh, I really love eggs. Kelsey, the girl, said something, you know, she said, I love eggs, and then that was the first time we ever spoke to each other. And yeah, and um, now we live together, so it's wow. uh, definitely, yeah, we didn't have to get married on TV. <laughs> she is very sick of hearing about the show. Oh, so, Yeah, but she, uh, I mean, just because, well, especially, you know, like, the way we met was, she's kind of a jealous type. So I guess like the way we met was where I was on a show where I was going to get married to someone. She was actually almost on the show. She had gotten casted, but then she, uh, not casted, but like also got talked to agents, but um, she said that she couldn't be gone for six weeks, which was the time that was between the shooting and the, the wedding. 
yes. so that's probably why she didn't get out of the It show. is very hard. As a former flight attendant myself, it is very hard to get that type of um, vacation or time off. So I can completely understand that. Well, I'm glad she wasn't on it. I don't, that would have, I mean, if, I think if we had rushed into getting married, we would fail. Right. You never know, you know but yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it would have been nice, but there are chances are, like, all the other couples that most of them broke up afterwards. Yep. You yep. know, so, like, and I think, like, Amber and Barnett are a great couple, and, and Cameron and Lauren are mm-hmm. a great couple, but that's a very statistical anomaly, I think. Oh, for sure. And the fact that they had them, the one thing that really shocked me about the show is that they, they had them on their wedding day get all wedding ready, and then decide at the altar with their family and friends there. I mean, I cannot imagine being up there and not knowing if that person is going to say I do or vice versa. I mean, that is just incredibly nerve wracking. I don't know if I could have gone through that. So I applaud them for, you know, seeing it through to the end because that is just watching it was like anxiety causing. Yeah, no, I've talked to a few people that that were at the wedding and it was definitely pretty surprising, especially like apparently like Damien's friends. They had no idea he was going to know. Wow. After the pod portion of the show, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't seen anything. So okay. it was all new to me too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Watching it back. I knew the results. Right, right. I knew the results, but it was still entertaining. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, it is just like edge of your yeah. seat. After having been on the show and kind of looking back, I mean, how did it change your life or did it change your life? In positive, negative ways, anything you can add to that? I mean, I think it was just another kind of cool life story. It's definitely, it didn't change immediately after. Like, I had to go straight back to work and ended up working, like, the worst job I've ever had for a year or almost a year. And I said, no, it's okay. It's just, you know, crappy timing. Yeah, they all just call me Mr. Hollywood, stuff like that. <laughs> so, I mean, it obviously, I mean, I haven't changed anything, but it's definitely a cool story to tell. And, I mean, who knows? Obviously, like, any momentum that was going on is kind of done right now with this whole current apocalypse thing. But Oh, um, my God. You know, like, but it, it was cool. They're like, you know, like, I can now say I was on, like, the number one show on Netflix. Yes, exactly. So, part of I it. mean, that's a pretty once-in-a-lifetime thing, I think. So I don't mind. Like like I said, I'm not bitter or envious. It would have been cool to kind of have gone through the whole thing, but I don't. I was not ready to get married to any of those girls, so I'm glad it didn't happen. That's good. Well, and the friendships that you gained were obviously worth the experience oh, yeah. itself. So. Definitely. Oh, that's no, awesome. Yeah, I still hang out with some people, and I don't think I'll see them. Obviously, I won't see them as much now. Yeah. But, you know, like I definitely have... Uh, you know, all all of us have our own little, you know, like I like Taylor, the guy, Brandy, Virgin, and, you know, and Burnett, and my buddies, and all those people. Lexi and I get along real well. So, you know, it's definitely, um, it's been interesting because I probably never would have been friends with any of those people, or right. never met them. And then also just like, a lot of them are just very different from, especially Taylor. That was not someone I'd normally be friends with, but we're <laughs> linked. Length through the show, so, you know. Right, right. Very cool. 
Well, I cannot thank you enough for joining me on Getting Cozy. I'm so glad we got to know you better and hear your story, which deserves to be told. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. Absolutely. And we just really appreciate you being so open and honest. I wish you all the best. Please do keep in touch. Thank you. And stay healthy, stay well, and you guys always stay cozy. Thanks so much for listening. And take care. Bye. Bye.